Material Components, Season 2, Episode 46, Life's Bane. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there. I'm your humble dragon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Heck yeah. It's a Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. I know you're just letting your dog, but... It's been so long. No, I, that wasn't even... I just forgot that I'd start this. And look, right. you know what? You told on yourself, too. I was giving you an out, and you... We have the power of yourself. editing. We couldn't fix it. Oh, no. This one's staying in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Olivia, and I'm playing Florian of Akalar. <laughs> I'm Elliot, and I am playing Shay. Uh, I am Michael, and I'm playing Oswald Octavian Theophilus III. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Amari. Indeed. And of course, before we begin today's session, I would like to ask the same question I ask every time, and that is, Reed, do you remember <laughs> what happened last time? Mm-hmm. I do. Please enlighten me. And our listeners. Oh, okay. Okay. That's how this works. I, I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. Uh, so... You what? You, you got Fucking something a to say, Elliot? Deal over here, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so last time we had a down session, uh, we spent actually speaking to Mister Zinn uh, quite a bit, uh, trying to—I wouldn't say broker trust, but at least figure out where the two sides are standing, uh, figuring out if the Coal Foundation actually is a a galactic force for good um, because there seems to be some secretive things happening behind the scenes to do with uh, this person known as the arch proctor a person we've never met, uh, but Zinn has. Um, And one of the big points that we wanted to go over with uh, Mr. Zinn was the removal, the ejecting. Yeah. Well, yeah, disposal uh, of the God's tech that we have, uh, specifically the uh, Annihilator uh, and the bowl, the bowl of astral projecting, becoming shipness. Yeah. Um, and, and his decision was, yeah, just throw it out into space. Just go to the edge of the galaxy and just huck it into a black hole, you know, like you do. Mm-hmm. The the galaxy's garbage disposal, a black hole. <laughs> and so we've basically decided that's what we're going to do with this because they're 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 too dangerous to be left anywhere where anyone can access them. And just to be clear, we threw one out of the galaxy. I believe we returned the bowl to the uh, uh, to Akalar. The bowl of amplification was returned to its place near the big tree on Jaretta in Akalar. Oh man, I was I was really hoping the the bowl of become shipness was gonna come. You know, what if that's all it did was just like thing. made you become you a ship? Yeah, <laughs> I am become ship destroyer. I want to find of, that bowl. Yeah, yeah. Can I become tux. 
No, we got to go back. Ship. Oh, okay. the mech a whole other wings on him. Let's put the walking on ship. Really, if you think about mm-hmm. it, turn him sideways. He'll become mm. a become a ship. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's kind of where we're at. Um, we've decided that we are going to try and flip uh, director uh, Silvaro. Uh, that seems to be the best course of action for us. Um, given that Mr. Zinn has specifically stated multiple times that they seem like a person who wants to do good in the galaxy, but they're put between kind of a rock and a hard place with their familial obligations, uh, given that they are part of the Aegis Tech Solutions family. And none of you um, would have any empathy for people putting a rock and a hard place for family situations, I'm sure. It's never come up ever. It's, it, never. Nope. <laughs> and I'm sure it won't again. Uh, no, nope. sure Mike wouldn't it. do that to us. Hmm. No, he's too kind. Mm-hmm. As I slide Mike a twenty dollar bill under the table, um, yeah. And then the very, the very last thing that happened, uh, Shay uh, decided that it was time to crack open the Farasic Park, the uh, large. USB drive kind of containment unit that was housing all of the Fey entities that we had rescued um, now only contained a single larger entity and we opened it up and lo and behold a friend we'll find out I don't I really hope (laughs) I don't I'm not gonna go in assuming any sort of relationship Yes, indeed, when you manage to rig up a holographic projection system to the data preserve, allowing whatever is inside to interact with you, at least insofar as projecting their own avatar out into the quote-unquote real world to talk to you, because you decided that maybe sticking your consciousness into that data preserve was maybe not the smartest play. Elliot has never, never, ever had their character just stick their head somewhere that was dangerous. (laughs) And I want to be, I want to, I want it to be clear that I want to do it. I want so badly to get in trouble in the meta, in the meta, I almost said, oh, can can you see there with that if I just say it? Uh no, I in, can't. um in the MetaNet. I want to get in trouble with the MetaNet so bad, but it would be just the worst idea. This is as close as I can get. Mm-hmm. But yes, a figure revealed itself that looked very similar to a certain arcane card that was drawn for m- <laughs> Mr. Theophilus the Third. Uh, not but a, a few scant turn spans ago. And that came in the fourth, the form of a lifebane of the Fae. Lifebanes are known as the executioners of the She Courts, those Fae creatures that are capable of exercising the will of the ladies and the queens in a terminal form, both against the Fae creatures themselves and against mortal kind. If there is murder to be done, it is done by a lifebane. 
and this particular lifebane introduced itself as the lifebane of kindling, and it demanded that it be freed at once. And did it say please? I don't think it did. No. Yeah. Well, I think we found our problem. So, Oracle Zero, you stand slightly agog as you step back from this holographic projection that stands roughly eight inches tall on the side of this data preserve as this armor-clad figure holds its sword out towards you, this small little lifebane, and demands that it be released. So... I have one really important question, Mike. You know how in movies, when something gets smaller, their voice gets higher pitched and cuter? Does that actually happen? No, because it's using Boo. the speakers for the data pad. Yeah. Size is irrelevant. Why, why, why won't you let me have fun, Mike? Like, you, like Reed, you're approximately eight inches. I would assume, just if I were to extrapolate from your head size, you would be about eight inches tall. My computer screen right now, and you don't sound squeaky. And can I? So. They can I adjust the that. speaker so that the voice coming out of it is squeaky? You go to do just, that. Just give us one sec. We gotta fix that. <laughs> You're coming in a little hot. Yeah, let me fix that. <laughs> uh, uh, no. Good, good and cool. <laughs> Um, the lifebane will throw its armored head to the left and to the right taking the four of you in its sword held forward it is a figure that appears to be made entirely of just a suit of armor that appears otherwise hollow little wisps of red and orange light flare out from the joints but it is clear that there is nothing within the armor itself the head appears to be just a helmet, the slit visor of which has wisps of ash and smoke belching out of it as it speaks. And its sword has a thin ripple of white iridescent flame that runs along the blade. Um, I'd, I'd love to. I, I, I can't at the moment. What stops you from releasing this one? I'll just let you out in this system. This is incorrect. You are fully capable of this action. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, good point. Uh, I'm not going to. I don't particularly trust you not to completely trash everything we've got going on here and kill us as soon as I let you out. So I, I need to find like a closed, like a different system where you're not going to do too much damage once I let you out. The Lady of Kindling has not demanded your deaths, and thus it would be not within my protocols to murder any of you. Wow, so you were under orders to kill every single other fae that was in this? No, but it was deemed necessary. Okay, yeah, so... Hmm. We'll put a little asterisk next yeah. to that one. Yes. These fae were of warring houses. Their deaths were a necessity for my release. 
percentages of my own imprisonment increased greatly should these other fey have existed. It is paramount that the this one returns to his lady. And trust me, nobody wants that more than me, probably. Because my whole goal with getting all of those fey out of that facility was to get them back where they needed to go. But I just don't feel... I mean, could we... We could... <laughs> if you're not going to say... I mean, we could make a deal. We could... Say, uh, you fey uh, uh, work in transactions. Uh, we would certainly love to, but... I don't say that... Hmm? Don't say that we have feelings about it either way. <laughs> yeah. um, Amarius is behind the, the like container, just like doing the, the neck chop thing. If it don't, becomes... Don't do a deal. Don't do it. No deal. Well, I mean, we don't... It doesn't have to be like a deal, but they're not allowed to lie. So we could just say, like, as if... If this one gives its word that they ain't gonna kill us, then we can. it can't. Pretty sure that's how that works. Uh, unless the queen says otherwise. Yeah, which I think. I'm not this sure. one is I'm incapable sorry. of deceit like those of the warlock class. Hmm. Yeah. We do not bandy words like those of the harlot. We are lifebane. You wouldn't happen to know why you are in here, would you? Trickery and deceit led to my capture at the hands of fell ones. Their treachery will be reported. The House of Kindling will see them burn. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, backstabbing going on on uh, Esclipsis. The court of air will suffer for this treachery. What do you remember specifically before you were uh, captured? We were called to parley by that fractious warlock, the dread Ariel. We thought he bartered in good faith. Shocker. Wow. God damn it. Instead, his deceit led to our imprisonment at the hands of mortals. And it is by mortal hands that we will be freed. Release this one. If it is favor you seek, the House of Kindling will oblige. Oh, now that's interesting. <laughs> Was that wait, in wait, wait, you, you I don't, don't know. Deal, but you want... <laughs> Hey, okay. <laughs> We'd like a boon, danger. please. The closer we are to danger, the farther we are from, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, yeah, I mean, like, all, like, if we can... All we want is that if put you back in the, the meta, that nothing will happen to the systems in this ship that are currently supporting our lives and getting us from place to place. Just go on your way and leave us be, and that's really all that we want out of this situation. And it seems to be just completely still for a long moment, as though it's thinking. 
but it has no expression, so it's really tough to tell when the suit of armor is just unmoving what it's thinking. Oh, I, hold on, I think it's frozen. Here, let me just <laughs> adjust really quickly. Slap the machine. Sorry. This one will leave you unmolested. All right. You, as in all the people currently on the ship. The difference is immaterial. Not to us. Sometimes. All right. I will do some beeps and boops and... I guess everybody grab a, an oxygen tank just in case. <laughs> uh, hey, Duma. <laughs> this is Duma. Yeah, um, just uh, grab a grab a an oxygen mask really quick, just in case. What in case of what? Um, we're letting the fate out of the box. Why go home? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, also open a comm to the the uh, cargo bay. Hey, Harcourt is no <laughs> still here. still on comm, still on comm. What's the guy's name again? <laughs> Harcourt has since he's, been dropped He's not off. on the ship. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. We already dropped him off. Okay, great. We're all fine. <laughs> no, no, no. It's plenty of Shay does it all good. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> okay, never mind. Shay, Shay, he's been gone for, like, turns now. Yeah. Okay. Is there somebody else on the ship we should know about? No, I literally thought he was still here. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, okay, everybody's got a breather. All right. Hacker voice. I did. I don't actually have to do that because I, I programmed this, but. So basically all this involves is hooking up this data preserve to the ship's wider systems and allowing it access to the metanet. Yep. Okay. Can it just be a direct through line? Like no, no avenues. The, uh, we could have gotten a boon. I want a boon. I mean, we could still call in a, a boon. Oh yeah, a postscript boon. Yeah, we got a boon in our back pocket. I feel like we don't have anything in writing. They don't have to adhere to anything. But it's true. But we could use it as leverage later. Yeah. At the very least, it is a creature and should be freed from captivity. It would be morally uh, abhorrent for us to keep it. Uh, trapped for much longer. Shay is correct. Oh, I don't. I don't want to keep it. I just want to make sure we're all covered. Well, yeah, we should be fine. That's one way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Shay, after you. Yep. So we've all got our like breathing breathers and shit. So, shoop. Okay. And shoopens the sound it makes as the last of the Fey data within this cache makes itself scarce. There is a moment when you see that this data preserve is now empty and you see connections lighting up something accessing a tremendous amount of data transfer onto the metanet and... For a brief moment, all of the lights in your ship turn orange and red. 
Oh, sweet. We're in a Tron. We're in a Tron vehicle now. Yeah. The cooler looking version. Yeah. And after that, everything returns to normal. And it is quiet. There is still air and gravity and all of those things you love so much when you're in the vacuum of space. You love Ooh. those things. Still got my 12 loco, which is almost as important. So close. Mm-hmm. After a beat, the comms will come to life and Duma will say, Is everybody okay? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're good. good. I think so. All right. Okay. See, you know, no harm, no foul. I think your friend accessed some of our comms systems. All the consoles were lighting up. I mean, yeah, I mean, sense. you know, when you're when you've been. I was about to make a like, oh, 16 missed calls from your mom, but I don't have a mom, so. In character. I was like. Out of character, I have a mom. She listens to the okay. show. Shout out to <laughs> my mom. <laughs> <That's there. laughs> Shout out to Elliot's mom, yes. <laughs> Although, let's see, how long have we been recording? Three years? No, I no, mean, no, this, no. this, this episode. episode. I don't know, 20 40 minutes. minutes. Roughly 25, uh, 23 minutes. Oh, yeah, she's fallen asleep a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. Right. Excellent. Good, good. Again, shut up. Means we can off. party. It means we can party now and do the drugs. Yeah. Due to she falls, podcast. She falls, asleep, she falls asleep about five minutes in. Um, okay. Due to uh, podcast editing time travel in miniature, uh, that timestamp will not be correct for our listeners, but. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But yes, Oracle Zero, you are left aboard the Tiresian, seemingly none the worse for having released this Archfey onto your ship briefly. We Pretty performed good a good deed. So yeah, we 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 help we help those in need. Yeah, uh, including the Fey. Um, All yeah. right. So, what next? Well, that is an excellent question. Who's ready to go home? Yeah. Pose. It is time to head back. Um, the planet. It's Noku. Is that correct? The Rini homeworld. Yeah. G apostrophe N O K U. Noku. Ah. There's a soft like, there. like gnocchi. Just like yeah. gnocchi, but a planet. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a it's a planet shaped like a, a doughy ball covered Double in pesto. Mm-hmm. Most mm-hmm. planets are some kind of doughy ball. Uh, <laughs> no, the dough is magma. made entirely out of dough. Well, so you know, dough, it's, it's bread. It's a harder crust than you're you're used no, to. With we it, all you know. know what planet is made of a delicious doughy core. And it's not Snacklar. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. It wasn't me this time. Yes, I didn't say anything. I can die so happy now. You can neither confirm nor deny that it is Snacklar. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This this episode was a success. We can all go home now. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> is that your next destination? I believe so. I yeah. I mean, uh, unless um, Florian. We, it was 
so brief um, running into your family is. Yeah, no, I'm fine. We can go. Let's go. Just wanted to make sure. You might want to yep. message your brother, though. <laughs> Got some weird stuff. He was talking about some weird things, conspiracies and stuff. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You met, wait, why you met my brother? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a lot to say. Does that, was, Florian just like spluttered, like, <laughs> brother? Not like little cousin, right? Am I, I'm not, I'm not, no, Florian. that's my brother. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't see him at all, but I didn't even know he oh. was there. <laughs> You gotta look down. Uh, Lower to the ground. Yeah. It up, actually. I, okay. I'm sure we'd uh, love to hear from you. Y- yeah. Probably. I like. I just have to. Get, I just <laughs> to go think about what conspiracy theories might mean. <laughs> that was so vague. I don't know. Seem to know a lot about a lot of things that may or may not exist. Lots to talk mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. The contents of which I do not remember. It's a lot of like secret council of lizard people ruling the galaxy, twelve gnomish bankers controlling all of galactic finance, that sort of thing. Yikes. Big yikes. <laughs> yeah. Big yikes on that one. Uh... Look at the Big brain on that one. When it comes to that stuff, even the archive has standards. <laughs> and that's saying something. Yeah. I don't... Are you, uh, Florian, are you sure you don't want to go back and visit your family? I mean, yeah, I'm positive. <laughs> I'd just... gr- like uh, the the storms repose. It is. We got we got stuff to do and people to flip and. Uh, uh, yeah, on that subject. Point. Yes. I, I don't think we need to like have a play-by-play. We're gonna say, but we should have some sort of idea of how we're going to proceed on that. Like, are I, I mean, even so, to the point of, are we gonna come in the front door? Even that is a very good yeah. question because, as of right now, the vast majority of that station thinks you are all missing in action. The only person who knows any different is Proctor Jalvin Frost. Hmm. Do we go back in secret and then invite Silvaro to some sort of secret meeting, right? So we can get all the cards out on the table. That way they're not able to inform anyone of our undeath or, you know, uh, I, yeah. yeah, I think if we're going back in secret, then we need to we need to go to her. Like it needs to be some like stealth ass. We bust into her bedroom when she's not expecting it. I mean, no, not that obvious. I that's don't know how up. much trust that's um, gonna build. No, probably not very much. Um, no. like just fucking haunt like, her like the fucking <laughs> <of> Christmas. <laughs> you killed us. <laughs> So many kids. Yeah. <laughs> also yeah. Fun. <laughs> I've had that stuck in my head for the past couple of days. Um 
or like bust into her office or something like get get to her as stealthily as possible so that she doesn't have time to do anything before we're like hey don't are any of us um skilled in such a manner I have a D6 in covert ops, but like we're all very recognizable people. So like I'm not really sure how how I just mean like I guess I mostly like just get to her as quickly as possible where anybody can like let her know we're back. Because once we set foot on the ship and one person sees us, it's gonna be a fucking domino effect because again, we are all very recognizable. Which is why I was thinking perhaps we instead of go to her, have her come to us, like welcome her into like, hey, we're trusting you. We're putting the, the offering the olive branch. Welcome mm-hmm. to our secret hideout thing. You know, we're letting you, you in on this. The this only so bad. Yeah. Anything could break so bad, right? Yeah, that's like, true. And also like us losing out on on that spot isn't gonna like I don't think we have anything like particularly covert there. Yeah. Worst case yeah. is like, oh, she knows about this, we can't use it anymore and we get written up for <laughs> fucking around in a storage room we don't have authorization to be This using. was given to us. We we can make a call. <laughs> That's just true. Yeah. Uh, we have the arch proctor's approval, so. <laughs> and then some, whoever yeah. we talk to is like, "What the fuck is an arch proctor? That's not an official role at the Cole Foundation." Yeah. And then we call Zin, and we're just like, "We have a note. I have a doctor's note." <laughs> so, <laughs> God, we're we, not spies. <laughs> we so, so th- this brings up an interesting point. Perhaps physically sneaking into the ship to find Silvaro is not really what we are. None of us have that kind of uh, capabilities, but one of us does have the ability to do so mm, through the internet. It's true. Perhaps set up a meeting with someone, um, and then surprise, it's us! Ha-ha! Or, uh, I don't know. Um... Perhaps there could even do it theory. virtually. That's true. That ooh, that's a pretty good idea. Have it like look like it's coming from somebody official. Hmm. The only thing I th- about that is the potential for her to say, "Oh, they're alive," and immediately, like, "Oh, yep." I mean, that's why the first thing out of our mouth is going to have to be really good, and that's the problem. Yeah. We've I, got time to craft what that first yeah, thing is. Yeah, it's be. true. We are legally dead, so... Um, yeah. So I, I only say that because if we bring her to us, it gives us all of the advantage, the literal, like, area we're in the like yeah i don't know well, we could uh, not yes, saying we, we should could. hold her hostage if if they, yeah. she doesn't want to but you know do oh, we, we could. do if she doesn't want to that's that's my question she's she, she comes down she she 
she we pitch her the idea of maybe collaborating and she's like mm, no i think i'll just report to my you know what then well then we're just back in the same place as we were with her mm-hmm. trying to kill us and us trying to not get killed except yeah. that we have revealed our hand uh, we know that there's something going on with her family and like yeah, i don't know that just might happen I suppose it's true uh, I suppose no matter what, it's going to be a tremendous amount of risk. We just need to ensure that the the pitch that we give her is uh, uh, good enough to 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 work. Yeah. I'm gonna make her an offer she can't refuse. <laughs> yes. Well, um, uh, uh, is it? It's not. It's Zen. Zin was saying that she... Zin seems to be under the impression that she wants to do good, but she is under obligation, familial obligation. So I think that might be where we start. Yeah, I had a really... I had a... Out of character, I had a really good idea of, like, how to start the conversation, and I'll be damned if I couldn't remember what it was. I mean, do we know specifically what sort of obligations that no. Silvaro has n- other than just like part of a family and their assets are by extension her assets because it's uh, their name I, right I, I haven't really had a chance to look through the the data cam yet on That's that true. specifically um, that could be interesting because we've been so busy um, but yeah I mean I could spend I, I Mike, how long would you estimate travel time between here and uh, uh, Storm's Repose? About a few. Uh, About a few. (laughs) If we look at our handy-dandy galaxy map, you are currently near the eastern rim of the Dragon's Wake galaxy. Noku, the Rini homeworld, is kind of on the opposite edge uh, on the southern reach. So about a... 180 degree flip. Who? It's a ways. Yeah. But we can potentially use the gin. Right. Terminals thing. Yes. The, the gate at every yog will get you a quarter of the way across the galaxy to the sister world of Dalthul. And that would be about (laughs) half your travel time right there. Travel wise, like space, the the idea of like, yeah, we went a quarter of the way across a galaxy is nuts. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is, yeah. And there are ships big enough, and the Storm's Repose is one of them, to do that on its own. I like the Storm's Repose. It's a good ship. But yes, you've got time, I guess is the point. Even with the Jin Gate, yeah. you've got a l- plenty of time to do stuff before you get there. So Oswald and I could like tag team that and really like really go fucking ham. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Now that we don't have to worry about Fayrasic Park, I think we can yeah. we can focus a little I bit. I can on devote some more time to Yes. Help yeah, it so out. it sounds excellent. And specifically, this is the data cache that you recovered from the original secret moon base on yeah. Talgan 3. Yes. It's been so long. It's been so Bring it all long. back. It's been roughly 
43 episodes. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that's what the two of you are doing while you are in transit. Uh, is there anything that Florian or Amari is devoting their time to while you're in route? So no punctuation, no capital letters message to Antony. Like, what the hell? You were on Jaretta and you didn't say hi to me. What's wrong with you? <laughs> First message back is just no capital letters, no punctuation. I thought you would be mad. <laughs> I am mad still. <laughs> Amari bringing people together. Now I'm more mad. And that devolves into like the getting the lowdown on what he told Amari and then and then just like just pages and pages of theory stuff. <laughs> Me of Florian to Antony, just like you're full of shit and stupid, and here's why. <laughs> Yeah, and he's got plenty of links to send you for uh, proof of all of these weirdo conspiracy theories that he is clearly a kid who's like gotten onto the metanet for the first time and went down a rabbit hole of information that if you start at one false assumption, it's very easy to spiderweb your way out into a dozens and, of others. And the friggin' Metatube links all of these weird like you look up one thing and then it like all the suggested videos are these it's the algorithm. <sighs> yeah, mm -hmm. the algorithm. The um, great algorithm. It's definitely like uh neither of them convince each other of anything, but it's just like you can't help but argue with your siblings slash family members when they're being stupid. And it's just like fruitless and annoying. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Amari. Um, well, I do have a, a package to send somewhere. So if, would we be stopping off at any point between here and and the Jin Gate? We certainly you could, can. You could we absolutely could. stop somewhere. Most of your huh. travel, uh, if especially if you're just taking the most direct route, your warp points would be near habitable worlds. So stopping for supplies is probably something you would have to do at some point. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, so if we... Uh, stop at any sort of decent spaceport or you know anything that's got part of the uh dragon's wake uh uh postal service <laughs> i i would DW like to uh, sp yeah there yes. it is i mean um I, I i have a package that i need to get sent mm -hmm. the one piece of the Dominion that has survived almost completely intact since the fall of that government is the Dominion Courier Service. Still exists. Because they're, they're independently funded. Exactly. Make all that money on stamps and suddenly they don't uh, fall when their main hub world gets annihilated. But, so that is still 
in existence in this part of the galaxy and can very easily be accessed almost anywhere. Great. Cool. Yeah. Um, I would like to uh, very, um, I don't know if I can zhuzh up a package in any sort of way to look more like a, a gift at all, but it's one of those flat rate boxes. Um, so I was like, yeah, can talking to any of the postal people there can you like i don't know wrap this up and it's the 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 um toral uh cards mm-hmm. and the the lichen who's behind the counter will like rub his jowly chin he's kind of got like a bulldog features and go uh yeah just one second he'll go under the counter and come back up and he gets like a big red bow and he licks the bottom of it and just <laughs> sticks it on love it great there's no way that's not coming off in like during transit that's fine it's it's the thought that counts right (laughs) the rest of you are not here (laughs) (laughs) and uh for just a a few jewels more you get the express shipping what what's the difference oh well we could probably try to do it uh on the Two-day bulk, if you want to spring an extra few hundred jewels. And no, the the, the regulars. We have so much Fine. money. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I forget that we have money that doesn't exist, but it exists in this week. This was just a test on whether or not Amari wanted to spend more to get the presents to his kids faster. Yeah, and he failed. <laughs> yeah. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. You say that. Um, <laughs> they're not going anywhere, Mike. So the standard shipping rates are easily paid for. Well, also, even if you don't have and the kids, cradle you... with the soup. Spoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, I don't have a sheet in front of me that says, "Oh, normal shipping is like four four turns." Okay, the express mm. shipping is is three turns, but the 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 bulk one is uh thirty minutes. Right? I don't have that. So all I heard was. Yeah, for a few extra jewels, it does this, and then for a hundred and seventy-five jewels, it's we can get it there in two days. You can you can do it the fastest, the middlest, or the slowest, and pay for what you will. The slowest will get there eventually. The mediumist will get there in probably a couple of weeks, and the fastest will get there in a couple. Oh, of days. Oh fuck! I'll get there in a couple of weeks. Oh shit! Well, if that's the case, then yeah, I have to spring for the other one because I don't want to. If I'm going to contact them in a couple weeks i want it to have already gotten there hmm. okay take take my fake I, money i you've money. made the classic classic parent mistake of even if you don't have a million children like shay thinks you do did you only get one deck between the lot of them because that's gonna be How oh man it's going to the kids you don't know yeah how, you you don't know if it's going to the kids or not. <laughs> I, I mean, like Olivia does, because you just yeah. said it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Shh, shh, shh. I only got the one because they're triplets and they 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 they, they work as a unit. There you go. They that's have to learn ev- to share what, the one. Yeah, that's what every yeah. nothing. <laughs> she wouldn't like 
tarot cards. <laughs> she thinks she's stupid. She thinks they're stupid. Yeah. Coming with all this backstory shit. Okay. So that occurs at some point in your travels. Is there anything else Amari would like to accomplish? Uh, what's up with the big gun that I purchased from Red's dogs? Is that just a fine thing? Does it still work? It, yeah, it's a very functional weapon. It is a enormous repeating type uh, aether blaster built for mechs. You think it is explicitly built for mechs of a size category similar to your own. Why Red Bartlett had something like this is still a little bit of a mystery because he did not employ mm. any mech pilots of his own. But it is this large Gatling-type weapon that is meant to be carried with two of your mech's manipulator arms. And, yeah, it is a large, heavy-duty, almost like ship-ordnance-level gun. This is meant to destroy enemy mechs, not shoot people. <laughs> if you shoot people with it, they will not be people anymore. <laughs> they will be a fine red mist. That's fine. I'll keep that for now. Okay. Because something else bigger and or badder comes along. <laughs> it basically has, I believe I described it, it, has like seven barrels, each of which has a long cylindrical piece of crimson ruby aethite in it that alternatively fire so that none of them is burning out quite as quickly. Uh, it is a gun that has four points of aether in it, FYI. So it is an independent aether source from your mech itself. Hmm, it's got four. Okay, I only had three on me. Sweet. All right, that was my old gun. So Oswald and Shay, you are cracking in to the Talgan 3 data cache. Finally. Yeah. yeah. You've done a little bit of this before oswald you spent some time basically making it readable which yes. is a good start <laughs> but that wasn't an important first step because originally it was totally encrypted and basically impossible to go through yeah so you spent a lot of time on the storm's repose decrypting this thing to begin with you've mm -hmm. also built in some search functionality into this data cache that you've already played around with a little bit. Mm -hmm. You are now going through the arduous task, the two of you, of organizing this behemoth of a data trove. It's tough because there are reams and reams of stuff in here that you just can't make sense of. It's like if you're just handed a large textbook on chemical engineering somebody tears out a random page and hands it to you and tells you what do you what what does this mean like there are there's just stuff in here that you don't comprehend because you don't have the the basis of knowledge to really understand what's being said in certain bits of data yeah. so there's a lot of filing stuff under miscellaneous when it comes to, there was clearly some experimentation with genetic manipulation of some kind or another involved in Project Chimera. There is something to do with, you think it's some form of cloning or other? They're, they're creating biological 
entities of some kind. And you already knew some of this just based on your experiences in the secret moon bases. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got some firsthand experience with that. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's clearly also some uh, aether tech experimentation going on in these files. You are very aware of some of the more grotesque aether tech experiments that are maybe pertaining to this in the form of uh, very deadly cyborgs. Mm-hmm. Now, how this all falls into the umbrella of the same project and how it works in tandem with each other, that is still very unclear. There's no base document that says, and the main goal of Project Chimera is blank. Yeah. Right. So somehow, all of this fits together towards some project goal. And you learn that it it most likely has something to do with the Fae. That becomes very evident. Mm -hmm. The... Secret moon base you ran into on Asclipsis was a part of Project Chimera. You already knew this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what they were doing there had something to do with taking in specimens that could be used for experimentation, for dissection, for breaking them down for parts to be used in other pieces of Project Chimera. And when I say parts, I mean, like, because Faye are digital creatures, it's like segmenting off pieces of their data to be used Mm -hmm. for other purposes. It's not like they're hacking the limb off of a creature and sewing it on somewhere else. Well, they kind of are, but metaphysically. It's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, like chopping and screwing code, but to make things instead of more code. I don't know. It's weird. It's very weird. You discover a great many other secret moon bases. What the precise nature of each of them are is buried in this data here, but figuring out which experimentation sets go with which secret moon base is a little mini puzzle all its own. There are context clues to certain worlds that you just don't have the context for. The thing you find that becomes pretty clear is that everything from all these different secret moon bases, all of the experimental data, was being funneled towards a singular source. And you think that's whatever the the center of Project Chimera is. Mm -hmm. All the things you're seeing, though, seems to indicate that wherever that is, moves. Mm. And certain things you're seeing, you're fairly certain whatever the center of Project Chimera is, is probably on a ship of some kind. Yeah. So we're we're going to have to find the evil clone Storm's Repose. Yep. The yep. name of that ship isn't listed. For all you know, the ship is called Project Chimera. It is most likely a corporate black ops sh- scientific vessel of some kind. 
the likes of which you always heard rumors about, but have probably never witnessed personally. Because why would you? You don't work for one of these mega corporations. But you could. But you could. Vorpal Corp is always hiring. Don't even get me started. Ooh. Another big thing that you figure out while going through this data cache is that the court of air is involved somehow. Yeah, I had a sneaking suspicion. Good to have it confirmed. Yeah. Nothing is explicitly stated, but it's more about the fact that Silvaro is an imperial noble house. The Empire famously has made some kind of long-standing, sweeping bargain with the Court of Air. As in, the whole government of the Khanis Empire has made a grand bargain with the Court of Air to enlist the services of the court as their governmental spy masters. So, the Khanis Empire doesn't have the equivalent of a CIA or some kind of spy agency, they have the court of air. That's part of what makes them so scary. Mm. What they've promised to the Fae in exchange for those services, nobody's quite sure, but there are plenty of rumors. I'm sure there's not a specific timeline as to when the Khanis Empire started doing this, like when this deal theoretically oh, was made. people absolutely know because the Khanis Empire tells everybody when that happened. Primus oh. Khanis himself struck the deal when the founder of House Khanis broke away from the Dominion. He did so with the help of the Court of Air. The first great schism that happened between the Grand Dominion that once was when the Khanis Empire was first waging itself towards freedom from their uh, Minosian overlords, mm -hmm. they did so with the help of the Court of Air. Yeah, that's a famous old story. It is said that Primus Khanus himself walked into the Metafae to supplicate himself at the throne of the Queen of Air herself. Now, how much of that is actually true? Eh. Fun to you tell at parties, like. though. <laughs> But that is history millennia old at this point. Mm -hmm. So yes, whatever Project Chimera is, is maybe not being done with the explicit knowledge of the Court of Air, but the Court of Air is at least assisting unwittingly in whatever is happening here insofar as the Court of Air assists all the endeavors of the noble houses of the Khanis Empire. And how Silvaro is one of those. And how Silvaro mm. runs Aegistech. Yeah. Hmm. It's bad all the way down. Yeah. yeah. Shay, I... I don't know if anything in here that we've um, been able to organize so far. Has anything, does anything, I'm trying to figure out if any of this is enough to uh, convince Victoria to perhaps 
uh, side with us instead. Oh. I, this is all, it's all vague. It's all vagaries. It's all concepts and yeah. data, Oops. like data, data, you know. I mean, yeah, lots of fact, technical it's, stuff. It's, yeah, it's it's not vague. It's almost too specific is part of the problem. Yeah, just a lot of technical stuff. Again, you do have references for some of what they did. Horrible cyborgs, yeah. fey enslavement, strange experimentations with some kind of artificial hive mind thing that you encountered on Talgan 3. Mm, right. Like, you've seen the results of whatever the experimentation is happening. Like, the bits and... You've seen the pieces of this machine. You just don't have context for the bigger whole. Right. And all the con all the, the bits and pieces you've seen have been horrible. Horrifying, yeah. Yeah, and nothing about Victoria or anything that they might be leveraging against. Well, it's... Their family. They have a bond. They have a kinship. It's not easy for one to break that. She doesn't even like. I mean, she works for an aid organization. I, I. I don't know. I don't get it. And I, maybe I never will. I. I don't have anything like this, so it, it's hard to understand. Hmm. Perhaps we should try to understand. Um. Victoria specifically. If we know her motivations for being within the Cole Foundation, perhaps perhaps that might assist us. Oh, Ever? I mean, if you wanted me to bust into her file, I can just do that. I was tiptoeing around it. I didn't want to say anything. Oh, yeah, I can just do oh, that. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, oh, excellent. Shit, uh, why didn't you ask earlier? Never would oh, have occurred to me, honestly. Weirdly enough, Victoria Silvaro has a full biography on on like the archive and we just didn't bother to look it up like, i wouldn't be surprised the Wikipedia page the, scan, yeah. the, the the article the the subheading that just scandal right there mm. mm -hmm. you could actually probably look her up on the archive worth it it's, there would be it's a, gonna be surface level yeah i'm just saying there would be a not insubstantial amount of pages on the archive dedicated to like nobility peerage that would be a whole thing that would exist that's true that's true uh yeah i, I will say if you try to like find anything on victoria salvaro in the data cache you have she doesn't exist within the data related to project chimera that makes sense. And it's yeah. good that she's not, it's, yeah. then she would be in way too deep. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that even we could do anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could I could look up some information on her, or at least on how Silvaro, um, and see just what, what pops up. Um, yeah. Uh, how Silvaro is one of the large noble houses that makes up the nobility of the Conus Empire. I could go through all of the house lists, but I'm not going to. There's a lot of them. Yeah, no need. Some of them are newer, some of them are older, some of them have been there since the very beginning, some of them have kind of matriculated and come together as the Empire has gone along. House Conus is the first, that's why it's called the Conus Empire. Hmm. 
How new is uh, House Silvaro? Silvaro is one of the older ones. Uh, Silvaro, uh, Zolaris, Maffei, and Connus are the four original houses. Oh, wow. And there have been a couple of the houses that have been destroyed over the years. Mm -hmm. So that is a thing that's happened. Most recently, there was a attempted coup known as the Brutheus Rebellion, in which House Brutheus was almost completely annihilated to a person due to their attempted murder of the reigning empress. Oh, yeah. Was uh, pre or post, was the, this the, the empress after the one that the Minus Dominion killed? Or nope, before. the same one? Okay. Um, House Silvaro has a reputation as a legacy of producing really powerful and inventive etherists, whether that be wizards or mages. They kind of have like a, a long standing reputation of the people who are on the bleeding edge of etheric technology or just etheric usage uh, are Silvaros. At least that's their like projected reputation amongst the empire. They have lots of members. There are, it's not just like a small family of people. This is, we're talking like each of these noble houses is the British Royal family and all of its little distaff branches. Mm -hmm. Victoria Silvaro is way down the list. Uh, she is like, John Candy as King Ralph levels of, like, down the list. <laughs> so many people need to die. So yeah. So many people would need have to die. to die for her to be in charge. Yeah. But she we is can, still... Basically we all can make of them. it happen. We can make it happen. <laughs> they don't know. Yeah, they a, don't uh, know we're alive. <laughs> I, one of the, the in-character conversations is, do you think we could go for that angle? <laughs> No, 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 no. That's, that's, oh, yeah, that's probably, probably too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> much. Most of us give like non-verbal like responses like Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> what? We just are become you? assassins. We are exploring all possibilities yeah, here. There's no bad ideas. Yeah. Brainstorming. Mm -hmm. Ain't no, ain't no <laughs> bad ideas. Put it on the whiteboard. <laughs> we'll put it on the whiteboard. <laughs> Offer to kill family. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now hold on. Even if we don't go the political assassination route, that still might work. We could offer. Victoria all, seems to be a descendant ideas. of a, a branch of the family that is inconsequential. I guess would be the best because their uh, archive entries are just the one sentence "this person exists" kind of entries. This article is a stub. Please help us by expanding it. Right. <laughs> the most notable thing you can figure out from her side of the family is that her great-grandmother did something to piss off whatever the main Silvaro family was at the time. And there was apparently some kind of scandal that was covered up. Oh. Oh, great. This... This seems like uh, an excellent uh, place to start our uh, delving, I think. A vein worth mining? Mm, yes. 
Yeah. Who said that? Putting it on the whiteboard. <laughs> Put it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go- gossip columnists at the time just note that her great grandmother w- seems to have been like written out of certain wills. Because, because it is a, a, a terrible autocracy, the Khanis Empire's like noble house wills are updated publicly to shame and uh, highlight individuals. Woof. Oof, boy. Uh-huh. Wow, I thought I had it bad. Well, it's because you got to know who the heir parents are and all that. It's stuff. true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, like, doesn't your family have, like, scored rankings? Yeah, isn't that why you all have the same name? We, we don't, don't know that we know that. In. Like, we really don't, don't get me wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. Coming from a, 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 an entire species of people, the hive mind, and then who aren't just get shipped off to a weird board. Also, like, kind of a big oof, but... In some ways, it it seems nice. Perhaps I, I, I don't know. Have you always have you you've always been you've you've never been a part of of a clan? No, I mean that's the thing is for wizards. I mean, you come out with your own consciousness, and that's like it's hard to wrap your mind around. But like, technically, I don't have a mom or a dad. But technically, I have like thousands of parents do you know what i mean like i think so like i was pushed out by one person but they were all like collectively the there when it happened hmm hmm interesting yeah very... and they are all very proud of you yeah, i don't know yeah, about that that's cute <laughs> <laughs> but like now the... i didn't i didn't meet any of them i didn't get to know any of them in a way you didn't have to. well i guess you wouldn't uh, my earliest but... memories are on wizard is old yeah. and like i had people there who i got close to but it i don't know it's a weird place and i i left so well there's uh, pluses and minuses i suppose uh, no undue anyway. obligations um yeah. Yes. Anyway, yes. Um, should should we delve into this um, this grandmother figure? Perhaps there is a streak of rebelliousness that uh, stems from this grandmother figure uh, in Victoria. Um, How do you yeah. want to go about doing that? Well, there's not much on the archive, unfortunately, but I think uh, I might be able to assist you if we could perhaps. Hmm, Trying to figure out a way to do this without. Mm. Well, I, I trust you, Shay. You're you're quite skilled at what you do. I think I think you could get the information we need without setting off any uh, uh, alarms or anything. Uh, do Definitely. you think you could? No. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Let's get some information on this grandmother. Okay. Let's find that granny. Where are you looking? Just uh, doing a deep great. dive into the metanet. Just yeah, just around? like a deep dive. I used okay. I used to work with someone who who her her best friend like 
was really good at like trolling those those sites that like collect all people's personal information and just like mm. finding everything out about that person. So I'm going to channel this random person I've never met. Sure. Um, yeah, Thank sweeping through the meta net. I'm not going to ask for a roll in this. We're still in downtime. Oh, okay. Um, you find plenty of like old gossip sites, basically. Figuring yeah. out this story isn't super hard. Ancient TMZ. Yeah. The fact that none of it can be corroborated is probably why it's not actually on the archive. But there's plenty of rumors that overlap with each other enough that you can kind of put the story together. Yeah. It seems like this great-grandmother figure had some kind of act of rebellion against the family that had something to do with the foundation of a brand new company called Aegis Tech Solutions. I see. Uh, hmm. And there was some kind of big public scene that happened during their first board of directors meeting in which she was led out by security and seemed to be shunned by the family. And there are Mm. photos of her being led away in binders by a security team away from the brand new Aegis Tech Solutions corporate offices on Imperia Prime. Hmm. So this could be just as simple as a, we can like get you back in good. So the, the grandmother got booted from, from great grandmother family. uh, Yeah. Great grandmother. And the great grandmother was the one who started Aegis Tech Solutions. Is that correct? No, no. She was maybe a part of the foundation of the company, but something okay. happened during their first board of directors meeting in which she was led away from the corporate offices in cuffs, essentially. Okay. And that great grandmother started this other section of the family that Victoria is now the the heir of. Did she want to incorporate NFTs? into the business model that would probably do it yeah she brought up the blockchain and they were like get out no i mean i think it's probably more likely the other way around like they oh she said no she was like no that's fucking stupid and they were like damn you guys jesus christ what about how dare you disrespect the blockchain (laughs) a completely original picture of a chimp that looks like no other picture of a chimp on the internet. And it's just the nastiest thing you've ever seen. But also, you don't own that chimp, but you have a spot next We're to the We're not here to explain fucking NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not explaining anything. I'm here to dunk. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is good audio media. Oh my god. Uh, I want everyone Sign to know up. where we stand. Yeah. It's I the think they already knew. Shit. Uh this we're we're actually this is all uh we're releasing an NFT at the end of this. I'm leaving. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Nope. I, I'm leaving too. Oh, this is actually yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> Hey, we play in a land of building in chains. <laughs> yeah, we play in a land of make believe, just like everyone else on the internet. Apparently, <laughs> Livia, uh, I already did my corporate yeah. hellscape uh, arc. Thank you very much. Can we just? Oh, okay. Please? Dang it. Uh, 
And notice how I didn't bring up the blockchain while we were on Eclipsis either. <laughs> well, because it wasn't like really kind of in the media, you know. Oh, I knew. <laughs> it was there. It hadn't blown up yet. It's yeah. not in the cultural zeitgeist yet. <laughs> all no, currency uh, is crypto. All currency is cryptocurrency. Um, it's all just made money. Up. Isn't real. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh yeah. So like, this could just be as simple as, "Hey, do what we say, and you know, we'll reincorporate your family back into the." loving arms of this corporate hellscape how would we guarantee that oh no no, i mean like that's their angle Mm. oh i see i see i see so like yeah like redeem redeem your family from the shame brought about by granny yeah Mm. Mm. so i don't know how we combat that but it could be an interesting clue as to I don't know. At least where to start. I have no idea. I mean, if she... We don't know how much she knows about, like, about this project, Chimera. She might also come to the same conclusion that we do, which is, wow, this genetic tampering of uh, sentient creatures is bad, and I don't want to be involved. And we have like a lot of documentation of the things that we've encountered as well. I have, I, I have footage. Yeah. Of, so we could even like show her, like, hey, this is the stuff that's been going on that you are, you know, uh, aiding and abetting. Ex- aiding and abetting. Thank you. Mm. That is the word. Those are the words I was looking for. I couldn't. It. Too busy thinking about NFTs. Uh, I fucking hate him. Um, <laughs> as if, <laughs> just to be clear. Um, uh, wait, so question, who's all in the room right now where this is going on? Is everyone here or what? It, I just placed myself in okay. here as a, yeah. like, as a, I just consolidated, like, this to a debriefing kind of session. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I just didn't want to, if this was still a scene betwixt the two of you i don't want to be like boom i'm here now i have things to say but you are the captain you could kick in the door at any point hey a cool captain wouldn't do that unless they're a really cool captain yeah yeah Mm -hmm. you know don't bring him up don't fucking do it (laughs) (laughs) he kicks in every door yeah they had to remove all the doors on his ship yeah like he can't just fucking walk through a door normally he has and they don't they're not even on hinges most of them and they're sliding so like (laughs) see he's just a hole (laughs) anyways what I was going to to bring up uh, was specifically the fact that we still don't know where some of the funding for the Storm's Repose is coming from. Uh, if that's coming potentially from Aegis Tech Solutions, their angle could be to direct the Storm's Repose activities towards things that would either keep them clear of illegal activities or assist them in their own agenda. Mm. Yeah. So is she being blackmailed? We, we don't know. Yeah. 
it is interesting that the various locations we've gone to on on our missions have had some sort of association with Project Chimera. Somebody on the ship must be doing something during all of these missions. Uh, while we are, you know, ostensibly going out and helping people. Yeah. The Just correct me if I'm wrong. The only thing that didn't have to do with where we ran into Agus Tech Solutions was our most recent mission. As far as you know, the ship graveyard where you ran to the vampire had nothing to do with them either. Nah, I mean, it's got to be Agus Tech Solutions. They're just bad people, and vampires are bad people, so tomato, tomato. Because you spent a quite a long time on Talgan 3, to be fair, so you ran into yeah. the Agus Tech thing was the first thing you ran into. After that, you don't know how much the creepy cyborg mm-hmm. cog had mm-hmm. to do with Agus Tech. You know that an Aegis Tech assassin came after you during the when aftermath of all that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But that could but have we been unrelated. Yeah, like, that could have just been for us. Yeah. So, on a whole, you've actually only encountered two Aegis Tech Solutions things. Yeah. yeah. One on okay. Eclipsis, one on Talgon 3. It's weird it's that just... it happened twice, though. <laughs> if well, I had that's... a nickel for every time we've... <laughs> just saying, Dragon's Wake, big place. Big place. <laughs> Which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, admittedly, on Asclipsis, the reason that we found Aegis Tech stuff is because we specifically went... Yeah, like, it could just be a, a byproduct of, like, how big the corporation is. Like, it just True. is a lot of places. Yes. There are fewer planets in the galaxy that don't have Aegis Tech Solutions moon bases than than do, weirdly enough. Yeah, I, I mean, technically, like, right, every ship, every ship has Aegis Tech stuff like, on it because it's so... It. Yeah. Yeah. Is this one? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because it's oh, the anti-fay Shut up. It is. The IFF systems of most modern ships that originate from either the Empire or the Dominion uh, have identify friend or fae systems built into any kind of metanet connection they have. And the most Hmm. popular ones of those are from Aegis Tech. Would that have gone off when we uh, released our recent friendo? You would think... Yeah, that was also, like, <laughs> from the inside, though, so it maybe didn't, like, because, right, it's, it's trying to keep things out rather than, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I guess. So maybe the... our ship just doesn't have that anymore. <laughs> it's probably fine. <laughs> We're not dead cool. yet. Just staring at Mike as he's just... <laughs> <laughs> just might be worth looking smile. into who knows yeah yeah everything's worth looking into mike and we forget most of it yeah. <laughs> put it on the whiteboard <laughs> well uh, okay so here's what we've got we've got all the stuff we had before we started this which is all of the mm-hmm. or at least the the handful of things that Aegis Tech has been up to 
that is inherently problematic. Um, and then we have this angle. We, we understand perhaps the motivation with the grandmother. Perhaps. Is there anything else we need? I mean, I suppose this, the footage that I have, I've found and the data that we've collected and the things we've experienced could be enough. Just depends on how much, uh, how right Zin is that yeah. her motive, you know, her, her wanting to do good and be a good person. I, I mean, I think it seems like the best play we have is appealing to her better nature. And we just have to trust that she has one. Yeah. We don't really have any leverage on her. Perhaps having leverage on her wouldn't do us a whole lot of good anyways. Wouldn't. Certainly wouldn't establish, like, trust. <laughs> yeah. In any significant way. I mean, when, hell, we don't even know if she actually has any dirt on her. Besides the attempted murder of us, which, like, I don't know how we prove that and how much that Anybody would really cares. affect her. Yeah. It probably wouldn't uh, affect her greatly. The only thing I can think of is general Aegis Tech Solutions uh, shenaniganery, but uh, as was brought up, that could, well, kick off a house war, which would yeah. not be good for anybody. And actually, that's a good point, and a thing that I've been meaning to bring up. Because, like... Uh, quite frankly, I assumed at first that we weren't going to be able to use that as leverage because you were going to put it on the archive anyway. Mm. Oh, I haven't so, yet, but... Yeah, like, are you... I, I guess it doesn't matter to me one way or the other in particular, but, like, I mean, are you going to put that stuff up? It is... Uh, I have thought about it. Uh, Proctor Zinn's comments about a potential house war uh, has stayed my hand. Uh, but what I do know is that if this information getting out is enough to cause a house war, then things are already being done by other people that are enough to incite violence. All we are doing is letting other people know. It is not, it's not clear cut for me yet, unfortunately, as to what I'm going to do with that specific information, but it is something I've been thinking about. Not to uh, change the subject, but speaking of, I don't know, possible political interests that go beyond our own captain or amari are you i mean do I like, you have that to didn't make, bother me if you called captain yeah i just i've never done it before <laughs> no, yeah, and no. i hate saying it i literally hate that the word came out of my mouth <laughs> um it's fine do uh do Not you really have to make anyways. some sort of... Yeah, no, that's why I don't like saying it. Yeah. Uh, do you have to make some sort of report to 
your people about what happened? My people? I mean... And are you going to, and could that potentially... uh... uh, Based on my knowledge, all they know is that there was a mech with the iconography of the Golden Mane. It's been dealt with. I don't know what else they know. And as far as I'm concerned, they didn't supply me with a lot of information, so they might as well not have any. I'm sure I'm probably wrong, but that happens most of the time, apparently. Um, Yeah, as far as communication, I'll probably just send a message saying it's been taken care of. Okay. Thank you. Sorry for the sidebar. Just. No, it's good. You know. Because Reed forgot about that. <laughs> I, so I didn't. You. I didn't assume that you had, but I did. Something. It's something <laughs> Florian's been concerned about. So yeah, uh, like, like I was like, yeah, we'd get like, mm, I don't know, another thirty episodes, and Mike would have some grand thing because the hegemony's mobilizing on Akalar or whatever to take out some. I would be some stuff. very mad. And it's like, yeah, you didn't do this because you didn't report that your mission was successful. So you know. So thank you. I appreciate it. That's that's in fact that very scenario is what I was attempting to prevent Mm -hmm. in (laughs) letting you know about that. Mm -hmm. Bravo. Good show. Yeah, I mean it seems like that's the that's the play with Silvaro to to cut back to what we were talking about. Uh uh so then it go- goes back to how do we uh, return uh, secretly or do we, as if we are just coming back from a mission, nothing out of the ordinary here. We, you know, we're out of communication for a while, but hey, we're okay. Don't worry about it. I mean, personally, I think we go back in secret. If things change, we have the ability to stay low in our base of operations. I, um, I just find it hard to believe that they, that uh, the storm's repose doesn't have some sort of sensor to detect when vessels are approaching. Can I ask Duma? Hey, Duma. This is Duma. Uh, do you know if the storm's repose has sensors for detecting when uh, vessels are approaching? Oh, yeah. Thank you, Duma. Uh, Duma, on that note, <laughs> leaning back in, <laughs> pressing the button. What is exactly the point of us having a secret base if those sensors exist? Oh, we broadcast secret signal that Mr. Zin gave to Duma to make those sensors not work for the ship. Hmm. There we go. Well, there you go. Thank you, Duma. Welcome. I like. Hey, this is just this. I, this is related, but it isn't related. The look on Mike's face when we go, "Hey, Duma," and Mike snaps back to the mic to do the <laughs> yeah. Duma voice is yeah. just like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's very good." Duma is quickly Little. becoming my second favorite NPC. So he's great. Fair. He's so lovable. 
Well, there you go. I suppose we could uh, return and then do what exactly? Sneak into her office without I being mean, we, we could just yeah, just sneak in, show up, you know, by surprise, catch her by unawares and just say, hey, here's the information we have. And if she's like, cool, I don't care. I am a asshole. Then we just disappear back to the hideout until we can figure um, out what to do. I think if we are planning on doing this, uh, we need an in. Uh, is anybody particularly close with Master Chief Petty Officer Jeffethy? I don't know. Is anybody? As we all turn to <laughs> Shay. <laughs> oh, and Shay is just sort of like, wait, me? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I've said hi to him a couple times. We've, like, chatted. Mm-hmm. Florian, you told him I had Florian. mono for some what? reason. I was just about to say, Florian suddenly remembers, like, oh. What was that no. even about? Because you were, you were, like... No, I, but, like, why was he asking? Because he was asking about you. He, You were... It was because when it was when you were doing the... No, I know what it was. Thing. He was... Curious, and I will. I, I just I, hadn't I, ever gotten that vibe from him. Maybe there's a bit of a guard that's up around you in particular, because uh, well, maybe who knows? Maybe there's something there that could be cultivated. Could be. Oh shit! I don't know. But then the question is, how do we get? <laughs> how do we manipulate that to our <laughs> own advantage to get into Director Silvaro's exactly. office? But with yeah. but with mm-hmm. without alerting anybody else. See, if Shay just shows up and is like, "Hey, I'm here all of a sudden." Whatever goes on after that, I don't know. But that would raise some alarms, I would assume. Uh, does we all had interviews, right? Do we all have interview? We all had interviews with Zinn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could we arrange for I don't know, perhaps some sort of interview with uh? Director Silvaro and Zin and have it not be Zin and have it be us. Yeah, I could fake that. Yeah, yeah. we could do that. Yeah, or we could get Zin. We could get Zin. Just be like, hey, come, hey. Well, come we, well, I mean, I don't. The the thing is, though, is like, I don't know that we. That's the one thing that I don't know that we should play our hand with. But my suggestion was going to be along those lines. Read is yeah, that just that Shay like hacks Silvaro's personal schedule and is like. You have a meeting at this time, and then we just show up. Yeah, we just choose the time and the place. You've been selected by the Arch Proctor for uh, <laughs> blah 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 blah. Again, come that, down I to mean, the speaking of exist. Proctor. I mean, speaking of people who have the title Proctor in their you know name, um, the regular ass Proctor knows about all of this more or less, right? Jalvin Frost. He knows you're still Jell- alive. Yeah. That's true. And he's been made aware that he should 
keep everyone else in the dark about that being true. What else he knows, you're not sure. He seemed okay. to have been told all of this by Mr. Zinn slash the Archproctor. Different people, I'm assuming. Completely different people. Yeah. Definitely not the same person, Archproctor. Proctor definitely not. Okay. So, like, we could rope him in on, on this. We could send him a message and say, hey, we need your help and we need to set up a meeting with Victoria as covertly as we can. Yes, I suppose that would be a good avenue. They already know that we're alive, so why not let them in on a little bit informa- more information? I mean, getting the two of them in the same room couldn't hurt either. All right, well, this almost sounds like a plan. So as I understand it, <laughs> you're proposing sending a message to Proctor Jalvin Frost aboard the Storm's Repose, telling him to under some sort of false pretense, get Victoria Silvaro into a situation where she is meeting with the four of you and perhaps Proctor Frost as well in order to reveal all of your gathered information in some way which would persuade her to act as a more proactive agent for good in the galaxy. Yes. And I think we just I think we just open with, hey, listen, we know you're trying to kill us. Please stop. (laughs) Well, but the other thing too is, hey, we know you're trying to kill us. Please stop. Because we want you on our team. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Should I put together a PowerPoint presentation? Why (laughs) choose choose Oracle Zero? (laughs) Gotta get these trucks. Some animated gifs, perhaps. Um, Some flashy text. Mm. Star wipes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. With that plan in place, and knowing that you need only send that message to Proctor Frost, probably with a little bit of lead time so he can get all of that straightened out. Yeah. 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 You make your way southward across the Eastern Reach to the world of Efriyag, a planet controlled by the Akasi people and done so with impunity because of one of the galaxy's great mysteries and wonders, the Jin Gate. These gates exist at four places in the galaxy. Efriyag, Dauthul, Janzithoth, and Mariagon. These four worlds controlled and possibly even the homeworlds of the Akasi, though there's some debate on that. They act as anchor points for galactic or cross-galactic travel. If you need to get to the other side of the galaxy quickly and you don't happen to be attached to some massive supercarrier or city-sized spaceship like the Storms or Pose, using the Jin Gates is what you have to do. If you want to do it quickly, anyway. There are plenty of longer ways around. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. 
Efri Yag specifically is home to one of the two big, I guess, religious orders of the Akasi. There are three big religions among the Akasi. One of them are known as the Ifrit. Those who believe in change of movement, the constant shifting of things through the galaxy so they might understand them better. Those of Efri Yag who seek knowledge through constant motion and the changing of one's environment. And that is exemplified by the Jin Gate itself, a massive construct which rests at the southern pole of the world. It appears like a well built into the crust of the planet, an enormous portal that sinks into the world itself. So when ships are flying through it, it is as though they are flying into the planet of Efri Yag. And depending on the gate's orientation and the way in which its operators have dialed it in, it will transport those traveling through it to one of three other destinations across the galaxy. You have to wait a little while in the line, essentially, of ships that are waiting for this next breach into the Southern Reach to Dalthul. There are pockets of ships just clustered around the orbit of Efriog waiting for this to go. And when it becomes to your turn, you are signaled by the officers of the portal and you and a bunch of other ships are essentially shown a route to fly through the atmosphere and towards the southern pole of the planet. And in this great big procession of ships, an enormous flotilla of spacecraft of every shape and description around you, you crest over the planet's edge and you see buried into an icy continental shelf, miles wide, an enormous circle of swirling etheric energy radiating at the bottom of this world. It is close to a hundred miles across. It is enormous, and it looks like just a hole punched into the world of swirling etheric energy. Little drifts of stone and ice swirl in the air, floating up above the continent itself and drifting huge glaciers. What you see once you get closer are these little bits of stone and ice that are drifting strangely, seemingly defying gravity as they swirl about this vortex. But each of these stones, these glaciers, is also carved with strange glyphs that you don't recognize. The ancient writing of the Akasi that is found on a great many worlds is obscure and odd, written in spiraling patterns that none but the oldest Akasi can even read, let alone decipher. So those who work this place, who manipulate these runes, only know them through use of action, not through the actual meaning that is being transcribed here. This is God's tech of the highest magnitude. Ancient beyond believing, but still useful in its function. How this works, why this works, nobody knows. It simply is. That's God's tech. 
Asgardstag, baby. And as you follow this line of ships, some of you feel your jaws clenching, your muscles tightening as the Tiresian is angled down towards what would otherwise be the surface of a planet, which is never what you really want to be doing when you're flying a spaceship. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. We'll walk it (laughs) off. And as this is most likely the first any of you have ever experienced of something like this, you slip through this energy and it's unlike traveling through the void. The void is cold and hateful and it seeks to destroy. Ships go to great lengths to protect themselves from what's out in the void, whether it be energies or something else. But this is a warmth, a connection, a a vibrancy that you feel running about you. Shay, you would akin it to the moments you felt while you were the ship, the shuttle itself, when you were using Mm -hmm. the amplification bowl. You feel this connectivity to the ship systems, to each other, to anything etheric around you. And there's this unifying hum in the air that connects you all. And for a brief moment, there is this true moment of empathy that connects you and each other and the ship and those other ships around you. It is something you've never experienced before outside of brief touches of empathetic etherics where you can sense the emotions of other this is something deeper something more profound and so when you emerge from the other side of this portal when you emerge on the other side of the galaxy and suddenly that connection is drifted away from you it's pulled back away behind into that portal into that rift you feel that disconnection suddenly from each other from the ship from those around you There is a a silencing, an isolating feeling. You know that connection is still there, but it's quieter now. But now that you've been made aware of it, you can't unfeel it. That is the sensation of knowing that the portals afford not only transport, but also connection. Connection to a different place, but also to each other and to the Aether itself. For that brief moment... You felt all of the Aether around you, in you, amongst each other. And that unifying force, that great etheric web that blankets the dragon's wake. You know how profound it is that such a thing was once upon a time called magic. For they had no other word for it. And as you emerge on the other side of the galaxy shooting out from a similar portal. This one, like a massive churning dust cloud on an eastern continent. You emerge from a veritable hurricane of dirt and flying stone, and you see, similarly to the way the ice floated about Efri Yog, you see that these have strange, large, almost 
bonsai-like trees floating around the outside of this enormous portal carved with the similar runic patterns. But as you are directed, you continue to fly and there are people on the other side gently encouraging the pilots to keep moving, to not be distracted by the sensations of moving through the portal and instead directing you up and out and into orbit once again, where you find a similar situation. But as you are on the departures lane now, you find yourselves leaving the system now in the Southern Reach. The Jin Gates are a profound experience for those who use them. Though those who use them enough, the sensation becomes uh, novel after a time. But use them long enough, and even that becomes just a day-to-day experience for some. This first time, though, and you were warned this before using the Jin Gate. A friendly attendant definitely asked if this is your first time, and gave you some warning about this sort of thing. But <laughs> It's fucking rad. Get in there. <laughs> you are now... Just go with it, man. Just feel your feelings. Yeah. You are now in the Southern Reach, not far from the ogre homeworld of Gobwar and the gnomish homeworld of Fingalurth. Traveling farther out towards the Galactic Disk, you will head towards Noku, the ruined Rini homeworld, and that one lone Kogrish preservation world known as Novkogrin. It is there that you will find the Storms Repose. A new start to this mission to turn one Victoria Silvaro. And perhaps some answers about why exactly it is that Aegis Tech Solutions wants you dead so bad. Yeah. I mean, we broke into their shit and took their shit. I mean, I, I think we didn't break that might it. have a little. No. Well, the moon broke We've apart done nothing and then. Though. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Nope. But you will find your found family on the Storm's Repose once again, I think, next time. Because as always, you can find us online at MatcomRPG on Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us at MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at CryOutOlivia. I am always there talking about D&D and other RPGs and also just a lot of other nerd stuff. So come hang out. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. I'm an illustrator and graphic designer doing a lot of tabletop RPG and other fan art. You can also support me on Patreon and Coffee. Links to both of those are in my Twitter profile. You can find me at the Readamus on Instagram and Twitter, where I post jokes and lots and lots of photos of nature. So come check it out. And you cannot find me on social media, but what you can do is support our show by rating and reviewing it on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Please, please, please do so. Indeed. And finally, you can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram at MKGorgoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things material components. But as always... The world is chaos, so please, be kind to each other. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.